up, Mets fans? Happy Thursday. The Mets, believe it or not, the Mets are not dead. It is September 19th, and this is the first time that we've had an Orange and Blue Thing show this late in September where we actually have something to talk about besides last year. Obviously, David Wright was coming back for that farewell tour at City Field, but Games of substance are still being played. Meaningful baseball games are still being played. Staying alive. There are 10 games left. The Mets have to go on an incredible run here to sniff yeah. the wild card. But uh, I, I'm still believing. What are you thinking, Pete? What am I thinking? What are you thinking? You know, it's, <laughs> I've never been asked the same question so many times in a year. <laughs> like, are the Mets still in it? Are you optimistic about them? It just feels like for three months, they've put us through so many highs and lows and back and forth that to me, it's just like, all right, we're in the last two weeks here. Yeah, yeah. Like when they're mathematically eliminated, we'll all give up. But right. I think this team has done enough over the last couple of months that you say, eh. I'm not going to count them out again until they're officially out of it. I wrote something a few days ago. I said, you watch this. If you're a Mets fan and you're locked in as much as we are, you've watched this team for five and a half months, plus spring training and uh, hot stove season and all that stuff. What's two more weeks? Don't give up yet. What's two more weeks? Now we got 10 games left. The Mets, honestly, I, I spoke to Lizzie before we went live. What's up, Lizzie? Hey. Um, you know, realistically, how many games do you think the Mets are going to win over the next 10 days? And she said, how many do I want them to, them to win? Or how many do you think they'll win? And she said seven. Seven's not going to get it done. Uh, you know, 10 games left. What do you think? What do you, Realistically, what are they going to do over the next 10 games? Well, let's see. So they get three in Cincinnati. Yep. Figure... Two out of three? Mm -hmm. Since he's still playing. I mean, they played the Cubs tough yeah. over the course of this week. That's why the Mets were able to pick up some ground here. Then they have four at home against the Marlins. I know everybody, all Mets fans, oh, historically, got to be scared of them. I'm not scared of the Marlins. The Marlins are awful. This isn't a, a Marlins team that has beef with Jose Reyes or something. like. They, they don't care about the Mets. None of those players give a hoot about the Mets and whether or not they make the playoffs. So that's a series to me that the Mets can and should and need to sweep. Mm-hmm. Then what do you have? Three against the Braves? Braves, yeah. And who knows what the Braves' thought process is. Now, as easy as it is to say, well, the Braves won't be trying that hard. To be fair, the Dodgers didn't try that hard either. Right. Remember on Sunday right. night, the Mets blew the lead late. But one of the keys was that they couldn't take advantage of the fact that Walker Bueller was pulled after five innings, and I believe it was 71 pitches, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. the Dodgers are looking ahead. Right, right, they right, were going right. to grind them out for a meaningless game for them against the Mets, and the Amazons failed to take advantage of that. So, you know, that that's something that that Braves series, we'll see how it all checks out uh, a few weeks from now. But let's say they can take two out of three, two out of three, four and two, eight and two. Yeah, I think yeah. eight and two is... Is 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 reasonable? Yeah, eight and two. I mean, I, I don't think that's that's a far stretch either. But in order for the Mets to have a chance, uh, you know, that means the other teams have to go five and five. Which you know, I don't see that happening at this at this. Well, stretch. I can see the Cubs doing that. Well, Cubs are Cubs, Cubs have, have to a play tougher the, schedule. the Cardinals, right? They have to play the Cardinals a lot, and that's meaningful for St. Louis because the Car the Cubs could still catch them in the NL Central. Mm -hmm. So you know, St. Louis isn't putting the governor on this thing yet. They're not hitting the brakes. They're going to be trying to stick it to the Cubs. But the Brewers, even though they've lost Christian Yelich, like it's baseball. It's not like losing your quarterback in football. You can lose an MVP candidate, right? And it doesn't kill your team, right? And Milwaukee's schedule is so light. I think they get another series with Pittsburgh, and the Pirates have just been like giving it up right, right, over the last right, few right, weeks. Right. My goodness! So I'm swearing up and down, please, Pirates, do something oh, tonight, please. Not once have they helped out. Now, no. listen, they helped out the Mets when the Mets <laughs> played them head to head, but that's about it. Yeah. So over the last ten, I mean, the the Nationals, who we talked about last week, if they had any shot of blowing this thing, and they're they're they playing do. five and five ball, they're only a game and a half up right now for the top spot in the wild card. Um, you know, if we're not you know, I'm not going to even say if we're not going to make it, but if it's, it could come down to there being such a, a tight uh, tiebreaker where they, we talked about it last week, uh, MLB, someone that writes for MLB put on the site. If there was a six team tie or five game, a five team tie, his proposed idea was to fly all teams down to Miami, have them play at Marlins park and do like a, a tournament style seven Seven inning games for two days. You got to play three games per day. It was like a, a crazy scenario, which will never happen. Like Little League. Yeah. And, and see who really comes out on top. But I put up a poll this morning just to see what the fans thought. 
I root, I voted for nine. They, if they go nine and one, they'll get back to the 88 mark. But, uh, like Lizzie was asking, this is more of my heart talking than my brain. I don't know if they're going to go nine and one, but that's what I think is going to take. I mean, what, I, what it's going to take. I clicked 10. I was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> why not? I, I love to hear that from you, Pete. Eh, why not? I love it. Felt optimistic on there. So the question was 10 games left. How many will they win? Uh, 1600 people vote. And eight won with 74%, seven or less with 30%. So the 70 30 people are pretty optimistic that they're going to win eight, nine, or 10 out of these next 10. So I guess we'll see what happens. But it's not going to be easy. And like I said a few weeks ago, you know, every day feels like the playoffs. I'm sitting there in the couch with my laptop open. Uh, at night, even after the Mets game's over, keeping track of everything. And, and uh, Kelly's like, you coming up to bed? I'm like, probably not. I mean, I'm here like looking at the... I fell asleep with the laptop on my lap last night oh uh, trying to keep track. Next thing <laughs> I know, it's one in the morning. I see Tacomo tweet something about horseshoes. It got me all fired up. Um, <laughs> horseshoes and... I'm in the gas station. There's one of those those gas stations that have like the Dunkin' Donuts built into it. So I pop in there. I don't drink coffee anymore, but I was getting Kelly a coffee. And there was a horseshoe above the door as I walk out. I'm like, that's a little weird. You know, I'm just like, I'm seeing horseshoes now. now. Seeing I'm seeing horseshoes get, all over. I'm seeing horseshoes. Did you see this coin I found the other day? No. I don't have any idea where this came from. What it do you is, mean? It is now not, not know look where at this, coin I don't came know. from. It was in my pocket. Am I allowed to touch it? Yeah, Does go ahead. Ruin oh, it? shit. Now like the horseshoe. Check it out. They only won two in a row, so I don't feel that bad. Oh, it's like a little angel. It's. It, I asked Twitter, which Twitter usually uh, knows where things have come from, but uh, you know, some coin collectors actually Very replied. Light. It's it's small. It kind of looks like a penny, but it's not. One side's completely um, you know blank. The other side it looks like a angel with a halo on it. Yeah. So I don't know. What? But yeah, it's like I'm, a, it's a heavenly eagle kind of looking thing. Brew replied last night. He's like, you're looking to grasp onto anything that's a good luck charm <laughs> at this point. And I said, absolutely. It's not leaving my pocket. You have and a rabbit's foot uh, somewhere around I gotta find here. One. And I got to find you've one. You avoided ladders so for I don't know. Yeah, no ladders. Uh, look for as many horseshoes I could, as I could possibly find. And this coin is now going <laughs> to propel us to the playoffs. <laughs> like I said in July when I got that horseshoe from Pugsley. Where uh, is the horseshoe? It hasn't moved. It's in my backpack. I'm leaving it in my backpack. That's the new lucky place yeah, tucked it's the away new lucky in the backpack spot. where nobody <laughs> oh can see it at God. all. Well, tonight I have to pack for our, our trip to Cincinnati. We're going Me there this too. weekend. So um, The horseshoe's making the trip? Yeah, of course. The horseshoe has to make the trip. You can't I, get in the stadium, but it'll be in Cincinnati. It'll make it in. I, oh, I, got, it in, I got it into Kansas City. Uh, I will definitely find a way to bring it into uh, Great American as well on Saturday. But we are going to get to that in a little bit. We are going to select the first pitch winner. We are not eligible, but over 800 people bought tickets. And like we did for the first pitch winner this summer in um, uh, for the Cyclones game, we're going to use a pick a random number generator on Google, type in the numbers, and whoever wins will have the honor of throwing out the first pitch. If you're not comfortable doing it, the cool thing that the Reds are doing, they're allowing you to bring seven other people on the field with you, which is, that's wow. a lot. What? That's a lot. Go out there with a posse. That's yeah. awesome. So they're going to roll up there. One of the seven, one of the eight uh, will throw out the first pitch in your crew. You don't have to find eight if you want to just go solo. You're Maybe you're nervous or your, your crew is a little tighter. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. but Maybe you don't like other people. Maybe You not. want all of the spotlight for yourself. That's allowed too. <laughs> so, Lizzie, um, last week I was kind of twisting your arm a little bit to uh, drive to Cincinnati, but now you are flying. You're going. I am I was officially convinced <laughs> <laughs> by you and Drew. And so, Jono's making the trip. And Jono's coming, so we're – uh, but I, I did not want to drive. I didn't want to go. You're crazy. First time ever. I well, didn't you want sound to go. like Pete now. Before Pete's like, we got two more shows left. I'm like, what? Two more shows? I'm like, we do have two more shows on the schedule. But as long as the Mets are playing, we are doing this show. So after next weekend, which I know it's going to come down to those last three games, it's going to come down to that Brave series. I said this a couple weeks ago. I'm not, you know, you know, being a prophet over here. Clearly, everyone's probably saying the same thing. It's going to come down to those last three days, and then I will see you October, whatever that is. So um, it's going to be like Seth Lugo throws two innings on Saturday, and then they roll into Sunday against the Braves needing a win. They're up after eight innings, and Edwin Diaz has to try to close it out. You know, we have to think about this. <laughs> we have to think about this because if they do make it, that wild card game will be that Tuesday. So the 29th will be the final regular season home game at City. They'll have the day off, and then 
the wild card game will be the next day. They're probably not going to host it. No. Um, <laughs> if they play, they're probably not going to host it. But we got to figure something out. I know your schedule is not as free as mine, but I don't know if we can wait till that next Thursday. We got to have a, an emergency show after the Mets clinch. Oh, emergency show! An emergency. Good. That emergency might work show. out very well. I think I got some free time that week. All right, cool. So post baseball season, uh, guys, so. make sure you, you come on back because we're going to have a, we're going to have an emergency show episode <laughs> yeah, uh, thirty two Tuesday or Wednesday. Let's get it done. All right, we'll do it. Uh, give us a call if you want to chime in six three one three eight eight five one nine five is the I'm number to lock dial. It down on my calendar. Lock it in. I'm locking it in because clearly the Mets are going ten. 10-0. Yep. They're going to get the help they need, and then they'll play three tiebreaker games to get to the wild card game. We'll have a blast that week. I love it. It'll be the most heart-wrenching. Like, oh, my God. Could you imagine? Seriously, if, if let's say one of these like crazy tie scenarios came through mm-hmm. and, and three tiebreakers is a little extreme, but let's say they have to play a tiebreaker on Monday yep. and then play the wild card game. I don't know if on the NL if it's Wednesday or Thursday, but if you have to do two win and in games after what will be dramatics over the final week and a half of the season to reach that point. Like would any Mets fan still be among the living? I don't know what would quit first, my heart or my my liver, but one of those would fail after. (laughs) I mean, that's like no sleep too. Cause you have, you know, late games, you stayed up late to watch these things. That would be, that would be nuts. I mean, that's what you sign up for. That's what you hope for. That's what I'm saying. Sports fan. But it's going to take like five years off your life. That's you know? okay, though. Listen, you, you're dedicated this much of your life to it. What's two more weeks? Come on. What are you, what's up, Liz? I'm calling James Williams out on, on, Facebook? on Facebook because he said if the Mets make the playoffs, he's going to get a Pugsley tattoo. I, I will, too. I will we'll go together. What's his name? Uh, James Williams. James, if the Mets – all right. Kel, I'm getting a tattoo. <laughs> Next week, make the appointment a little. Pu- I don't know if I'm gonna get the. Ho- I thought about it though. I seriously did. Do I get just the horseshoe? Do I get Pugsley's face? Does it say Pugsley? Does it say? You should get uh, a Pugsley tattoo with the horseshoe around his head. I mean, <laughs> it's really not a big deal for you to get a tattoo. Nice. You have a bunch of tattoos. Yeah. So I, I think to raise the stakes. Are you a little gonna get bit here? No. Oh. I think. To- <laughs> Raise the stakes a little bit here. Maybe like a face tattoo. Like oh my god, no! Really, no. Like step it up a little bit no. here. I don't think my you, wife no, would no. that. How about a World Series title? <laughs> you know, let, let's bring it to that level. Listen, I re- Pete, Pete, I refuse. I'm looking a little bit. This is actually our like our hundredth plus show. Hundred <laughs> plus show. This is my first time. I think besides the the, the time I got my hair corn rolled that I haven't had a hat. So I'm like getting a little bit more. You know, uh, you had your hair here. corn rolled. Yeah. Your hair is like two inches long. How are it you was getting that su- it was break? past my shoulders oh, you a couple had years it long? ago. Oh, so we okay. went on vacation, and I don't remember where we were. We we always go somewhere in the uh, right right around May ish, and I came back and my hair was done. I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving these in. So whatever, that, whenever that was, two years ago. But um, to go from like this clean cut look to then have like a horseshoe on my face, <laughs> I don't know if that's if that would really fly. I, I just think we got to step it up a little. bit I was going to get the seven line across my knuckles a couple years ago. My wife shot that down. Thank God. So I don't think that's happening either. But uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the Mets. That'd be good for the rough and rowdy. Uh, oh, you fucking know, can't wait. Fight video. Oh my God, that'd be the greatest <laughs> promo ever. Um, if Portnoy Portnoy ever gets back to me, I wrote him a little tweet saying, "If you're whenever you're ready to bring rough and rowdy to New York, I'm in." Um, oh, as God. everyone knows, I, I freaking they're probably probably tired of me here uh, talking about it. But anyway, shout out to the Mets. Today's giveaway on the show. If you're watching live, if you're listening afterwards, a little incentive to watch the live show. We always give away free stuff. These are a few of the items that the Mets have given away at the ballpark this year. So we have this spiffy little visor. If you want to look like CPA, who uh, always rocks the visor in our crew, you got these fingerless mittens. It's got the New York logo on the top and this free shirt uh, with the New York logo on it. It's, it's pretty cool. You can't see on the camera here, but it's made up of all different baseballs and bats and gloves and stuff like that. So I'm sad we're in mitten season now. I know, right? I'm not. Did you happen to see the giveaway for the last free shirt Friday? Squirrel? <laughs> Jeff McNeil with the I little squirrel tail popping out of his behind. I mean, you know what? Let's talk about the free shirt Fridays here for a second. Uh, that one is not good. You don't um, like it? No. no. I don't like it, it either. It looks like it was an afterthought. They had this really cool looking Jeff McNeil art. And then uh-huh. they just were like, we're going to throw this orange tail behind him. It, I don't think it looks good. So uh, sorry to the Mets uh, graphic department who designed that. But they're getting very similar. I don't know, think we've talked about this on the show. A lot of their designs are very similar to things I've seen before. Uh, I'm not saying with us because I actually got a preview of what the shirts are going to look like for Free Shirt Friday before the season starts. Mm-hmm. 
they, they do it as a courtesy um, for the seven line so we don't make anything too similar. So when we go to print, it's not clashing with theirs. And a lot of their designs are similar to some stuff I see online from different guys like um, Athlete Logos or Graphics Joker or Mr. Moody Med who goes as, um, you know, his name is Herm. Herm. Very similar. Well, I guess what's so, tough is like a squirrel nickname or the polar bear, right? So the Mets want to then you know, yeah, capitalize course, on course, it because it's their it nickname, but a lot yeah, of people yeah, yeah. are doing the similar right, ideas, right, right. right? Well, even when we came out with the polar Pete shirt, I was almost didn't want to release it. I'm glad we yeah. did because it's been a, it's probably been the most popular shirt we've had this year. But um, when we came out with that, I was like, we're kind of late to the party because these other guys who don't have licenses, so like that day they put shirts up. We got to yeah. wait for approvals. Well, and and yada, the Mets, yada. I mean, they have to plan yeah, the promotion months in advance. Typically. But I'm just hoping, uh, you know, I put a, I put an email out to the contact I have over at the Mets and uh, I said, listen, I've been reading online and I've been noticing as well. A lot of your designs are very close to some stuff I've seen before. And whether you're doing it on purpose or not, or if it's taking influence from something, maybe you should bring these guys in the fold next year. Let them cool. do the designs. And then you say this Friday is Graphics Joker's uh, design or this Friday is Athlete Logos. I don't know his first name, but these different guys, they're Mets fans. Bring them in. I Throw them some money. Give them some free tickets. I agree with you because I did see all of that. And as like you know, somebody that went to school for art and all that, like I appreciate it so much. And the fact that they're basically stealing it and changing a few things here and there. And it looks like uh, they're that's, that's Liz's words. Not my, that's not my words. Yeah, that's but it's words not there. fair. <laughs> no, I get it. But I think that what the, the smart thing would do, and it would be actually be a great campaign for them because it yeah. would be, it would be great marketing for them. Let's look at what we're doing. We're sitting down with uh graphics joker and designing this cool shirt. He could actually sit down with Pete himself. Hey Pete, what do you want in the shirt? I'll draw it for you. Yep. And then they could make content out of it. Make Wouldn't some videos. Wouldn't that be so cool? It would be. Yeah. I got a couple ideas in my head. So That's I'm going to idea. I'm going to uh talk to the Mets in the off season and and try to figure some out for these guys cuz I think it would be great to bring them in the mix. And we do the the ones with the t-shirt gun, they shoot it out. We've done that for four seasons now. I I don't know about next year, but that would be pretty cool for it's uh our fifth year doing it. So Anyway, free shirt talk. Um, if you're interested or you don't know about these guys, definitely just search online. They, they do great work on Instagram and, and uh, Twitter and all that. So um, Everybody in the comments is agreeing with you, oh, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, comment section. Uh, Pete can't drink today because he's got actual work to do after this. And I don't. So, <laughs> and I do, so I'm not. <laughs> I am opening up a fresh popper, proper pint from our friends at McKellar, which I think besides United We Cheers is my favorite beer from them. Very smooth, a dry stout. Oh, that one is good, yeah. 4.5% there. Very cool. But I want to let you guys know about something that McKellar has planned for September 29th. They're calling it the Farewell Brunch, which I hope they know that the Mets' last game of the year is not going to be September 29th. But they're calling it the Farewell Brunch on <laughs> September 29th at the ballpark. So if you're headed to the game for the final home regular season home game of the year, pop on over to McKellar before the game. They're doing uh, brunch, a special brunch menu available from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And that's clutch because the game's at three that day. Yeah. They start later. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, $4 pints of uh, special house beers. We're also tailgating that day. So what I recommend, if you want to do the double dip, maybe plan on having brunch at McKellar, then roll over to the pregame party with us at the tailgate. Uh, we always go big, especially on the final regular season home game of the year. Afterwards, though, are you going to that game? Are you free on the 29th? I don't think so. Look it up. If you're free, you should definitely come at least to the post game if you can't make it to the actual game. But we are partying hard at the Pine. I already told them to get some champagne on ice just in case it's a celebration. We're not going to be popping it if that is the actual last game of the year. But if you want to come on out, we are going to be at the Pine. Last year was absolutely insane. They, they put together a whole bunch of drink specials as well. United We Cheers cans, Montauk Summers, $6 uh, house cocktails. And uh, they will have the champagne on ice just in case. They are located on 114th Street inside the Holiday Inn Express. So if you've never been to the Pine before, it's definitely a location that you'd want to check out. Question, if they have the champagne on ice anyway, uh -huh. even if the Mets don't make the playoff, uh -huh. I mean... Just drink it anyway. Uh, I'm gonna drink it. Right? <laughs> no, I don't. You can't pop champagne and be like, "Season over, let's pop the champagne." Oh, it's already there. I pop champagne on a Tuesday night because it's Tuesday night. Yeah. All right, that's fine. But maybe you had a tough Tuesday and you want to. I don't know. I, I don't even know what the excuse is for that. But we will there not be no popping. Excuse. We will not be popping champagne if the Mets are not making the playoffs. Let's hit the it's just phones. sad champagne. Yeah. yeah, sad champagne. That's that's <laughs> called shots of vodka or something. Uh, James Yonkers, what's up, James? What's going on, guys? How's it going? We're doing all right. 
All right. So I posted it in the comments, but I did want to come on and say, if the Mets make the playoffs, I am totally getting the Pugsley tattoo. Where would you put this tattoo? Where on your body would you put this tattoo? Well, I already have one on my shoulder, so I figure I'll do the other one on the same shoulder. Okay. Uh, If you do, let me know because I would love to be there to capture this content and put it online and make your arm famous along with Pugsley. The act. Maybe the actual horse could be there. You guys could pose (laughs) together and and get a quick little photo. Pugsley's going to get a a tattoo of you. (laughs) I was about to say, I'll make it down to Manhattan to see if I can find Pugsley. We can do this together. Uh, absolutely, James. Uh, you know, I'm going to hold you to that, and I'll, I'll get mine as well. So uh, I'm looking forward to it because I know it's going to happen. All right, James? All right, man. I'll catch you guys later. Have good a good job, James. <laughs> Him and uh, Chris Carlin will be getting Mets tattoos. Tattoos just flying around. Chris Carlin, who is no longer on the fan, he did make this bet, though, that said if uh, – if the Mets do make the postseason, he's getting this polar bear tattoo. Mm-hmm. Now that he doesn't work in New York anymore, I don't know. You he know, said who's he gonna, would honor it. He's going to honor it. I don't know who's going to scoop him up next. I don't know where Chris is headed, but uh, our best wishes to him, friend of ours, friend of the Seven Line, and uh, I'm sure Pete as well. So yeah. uh, all the best to Chris. So uh, Pete Alonzo, another good guy, 49th home run yesterday. Do you think that he's really just up there trying to hack and get this thing done? Does he look like he's pressing to you? Does he look like he's trying too hard? I think he's exhausted. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I see. And they gave him off on Friday, and everyone was yeah, know, up, up in arms, arms about yeah, it. Yeah. I understand, but listen, it's his first time going through a major league season, right? It's his first time playing the full six months rather than the five months he play in the minor leagues. Not only that, think about the emotional energy that this season takes versus, say, playing at AAA Las Vegas last year. Right? He's become a star organizing the cleats, the home run derby excitement, being part of a season where every day you're riding the high, you're riding the low. Uh, This team in August was playing playoff baseball, essentially, as they tried to save their season. So I think it's only natural that it would take an effect, all of those things over the course of the year. And I just see him chasing. And I think, you know, that's part of fatigue. Even yeah. it's not necessarily physical fatigue. It's it's mental, too. So, uh, look, he, he homered the other day. He's got today off. And hopefully, you know, that's enough to rally him up. He, he can see the finish line now, which I think has to help, where you sit there and go, all right, 10 more games, grind it out, let's go. And I, I, I'm, I know I'm excited to see number 50. I hope the I'm idea, there for it. The idea of a Met, Mets batter uh-huh. ever hitting 50 home runs, to me, is like I never imagined that a Met would reach that number. I, I'm not living and dying to see him hit 52 or 53 with mm-hmm. the Aaron mm-hmm. Judge rookie record. I don't care that much about that, but 50 to me, that's the one that I want to tune in all the time make sure that I see. Yeah, Howie actually mentioned on the broadcast, he said, you know, like you just mentioned about being in AAA last year, this year, game aside, every day he's being pulled in some type of direction. Do this commercial, do this interview, yeah. do this, do that. And, of course, you know, it has to wear down on him. But um, I don't know if we're hitting the game tomorrow night. We're going to do a little bit of a family. We're bringing Amelia with us to uh, Cincinnati. So I don't know if I'm going tomorrow night. So, uh, well, you know what? I hope he hits 50 tomorrow and then hits three on Saturday for us to see him uh, <laughs> break the record. But there you go. go for 60. Speaking of the flight, can you pick, can you imagine American Airlines? We booked our flights. Mm-hmm. Amelia, who is four, is sitting in a different row than us. Like, don't they look at the passport and look at the, how old she is? This four-year-old is not sitting by herself on the airplane. I, bad job. American I'm surprised. Airlines. I'm surprised that they didn't tell you. Like, well, this is why you pay. You should pay extra next time. They tried to pull that shit on the on the on the phone today. They're like, yeah, well, I'm, we can move you, but you got to pay. I'm like, it's not my fault. You guys screwed up. So whatever, we're gonna have to figure. Well, it out that's tomorrow. the risk that you take. I guess. All right, let's hit the phones. Uh, oh, what's up, Shouty? How you doing, Shouty? Darren, hi Pete, and yes, I said it quietly, hi Lizzie. How are you? We're doing good. Listen, uh, ten games left. Are you fired up or what? Fired up? Me? <laughs> you have to even ask me. If I'm fired up. You, you know, I love the new haircut. It's really short, but maybe too much. Come on, Darren. I've had How this haircut for two years. Yeah. I've had this haircut for two years. No one notices it though, because I'm always wearing a hat. That's true. My husband, too, like, whenever they see him without a hat, they're like, whoa, Reiner, what's with that? <laughs> oh, sorry, Mr. Shouty. P, 
Pete. Sorry, you don't. No one calls him Reiner. Um, but listen, I had it. Um, I'm like, well, besides being super stoked about the ten games and stuff. Uh, um, actually, this is like a little shout out to my granddaughter who was really obsessed with the apple the other day when we went to the game. Um, it was the not that other uh, Saturday game where there was some with the seven line, and I was up in the five thirty one section, and she was obsessed with the apple, and so we started talking about it. I'm like. That apple in like is like everything iconic. But now that you know Pete Alonso, you know broke the rookie record. I'm thinking next season they need to bling it up just a bit. <laughs> like it needs a fresh coat of paint. It needs some like bright like white lights on it when it goes up. Well, they needed to be just, able to go back up a little quicker. Yeah, true. That was my a game a couple thing. of weeks ago they hit back to back and it didn't go up the second <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, they broke the. Yeah, broke come the on, apple. it's a new baseball game now, Apple. You got to step it up. You know, I don't know if I'm going crazy here, but I feel like back in the day it did light up i think the apple itself yes. yeah there was like a little light it, around the mets logo yeah it did no. light up i think it did light up Wait, doesn't it doesn't it still it doesn't light up no it just goes up and then the, the there isn't a thing around the mets logo that no, lights up that does not light up no because they have like, no the it big... does it's a, yeah. it's a thin line of like red that outlines the logo sure? but it's really dull and during the day you can't I don't think that we much. want to turn the Homer and Apple into like the monstrosity that the Marlins have with the no, the fountain. No, 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 but maybe there should be no. some like lasers and disco lights. <laughs> Absolutely not that. Just a few white, like just a couple of white lights around it, so that like it shine makes it like. So you see it coming up, All especially right. during the day. I uh, liked when it had the Band-Aid on it. Remember that Travis Darnot hit the homer in the yep. postseason? They took yeah. it off before the game, I think, though. I don't know if they oh, left really? it on during the game. I don't know. They're protective of the apple. But listen, I'll add it to my list of uh, things to bring up in the offseason. All right, Chatty? Well, you know, if I don't bring it up, I'm just going to campaign it to death on Twitter then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Home Depot can sponsor a little fresh coat of paint. It needs to be redder. Also, oh, like, that God. black area. What about, like, some green grass? Just the bling. It just it's like dull, you and can. we're better than that. All right, well, New York. Shouty wants to be an interior designer at City well, Field. The black, it all up. thank you. The battery <laughs> has to be black. Uh, listen, I'll see you next weekend. All right, Shouty, be good. Absolutely, you're gonna meet the Shouty Junior and the Shoutettes. We'll also be there, so it's awesome. gonna be a family fun day. Got the whole squad out there yelling it up. All right, Shouty. Oh. Safe travels, everybody. Going to Cincy. Thank Absolutely. you. Stop all right, take care. Be well. Bye. Bye. Let's go, Mets. PMA. Oh my God. <laughs> if I didn't push this button, I think that she would just keep talking. I think. All right, Shadi, see you later. Right, what you could do though is you could take the uh, the Big Apple hat, uh-huh. right, and like put uh, some lights on that, make it make it like a uh, you know those Christmas hats yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, light yeah. up we, and stuff, right? We were like at, at an ugly sweater party. We had a really great idea for, uh, I'm not going to talk about it because someone else will steal it, but an Apple-related idea, which would have been cool. But um, I think the Apple, I think that's keep it as it is. I don't think we have to bling out the Apple too much, not to poo-poo on Shouty's idea there. But uh, I don't think it lights up. I don't know if she's right or maybe I just don't recognize it because we're our angle from where we sit, you can't see if the front of it lights up, but I know that the one in Yeah, I've seen it on TV did. a billion times and honestly right now I'm like... I don't think so. I think there's like a slight light but it's not dramatic yeah. or bling worthy. We'd have to ask... Uh, there's got to be a little light on it for there's the night a, games. There's yeah. a light around the logo. Yeah, I think it's Justin very Justin said thin. that that was in Shea, but... I, that's yeah, Shea it did. Shea it, it lit Shea, up. it definitely, definitely had lit light. up. Can somebody... And the hat said home run on it. It doesn't say home run. Can somebody please tell me it's freaking lights up or else I'm going to lose my mind. And it's a home run on the hat. Now. But it doesn't say home run at City Field. No. Anyway. I want to know about the light. Anyway, uh, let's move on from this. Uh, Give us a shout if you want to talk about whatever. Clearly, uh, we kind of we're all around the board here. 631-388-5195. And share the show if you want to be in the running for this prize package from the Mets. We got the shirt, the hat, and those mittens. We have... Uh, a bundle like that for both Facebook and Twitter. So we have two winners every week, and it could be you if you just share the show. It doesn't look like there's a light. Right? Come on. I don't think Come there's on. a light. Come on. If I retard it, I mean, <laughs> sorry, that's the wrong word to I use, found, but I, I might be. I found one picture at a night game, and it did not appear to have a light. 
Somebody please answer this I don't question. Thi- I definitely do not think it has a light. Anyway, listen, um, let's give a special shout out to our friends at Clear. We are headed to Cincinnati. A lot of us are headed to Cincinnati tomorrow. And don't forget to sign up for Clear before you head to the airport because they uh, they are located in the Cincinnati airport as, as well as the local ones, LaGuardia, JFK, and HPN up in Westchester. But meeting lines at both the airport and the ballpark have never been easier than with Clear, who is now partnering with 12 MLB teams, including our Mets at City Field for the past few years. You can sign up for free by using the special promo code 7 line three on clearme.com slash the seven line army that'll give you three free months of the airport membership and once you're enrolled you could also use it every day at city field just to breeze right through the security line and i know the lines last week were kind of crazy i think they got a little bit better at it after the uh, the uh the um you know the disaster if you want to call it on friday night but definitely sign up clearme.com slash the seven line army special promo code special promo code seven line three for three free months you go to the website, you sign up, and you finish your enrollment once you get to City Field outside the Jackie Robinson Rotunda. And a special cool thing that they also have, which is a new feature, which Pete wanted to know if Mr. Met can get in by just using his face. You can actually link your MLB uh, ticket account to your clear account. You don't even have to bring a ticket anymore. You show your face, they scan you, and you you walk right in, which is unbelievable how crazy technology has been getting in the past couple of years. But what are, what are you guys celebrating over here? MJ, MJ texted me that it has a light and there's a picture to prove it. I would. Boom. Is it? Is it lit up? Yes. All right. It's very slight. It's bare, got, but it's a light that yeah. goes that around the Mets cam- logo. To your camera right there. You can kind of see it. A little uh, Wilson Ramos in yes. there. A little big Wilson Ramos. I um, am not the R word. Speaking <laughs> of Wilson Ramos. Noah Syndergaard did not want to pitch Wilson Ramos. We talked about it last week. Earlier in the year, DeGrom kind of brought it up as well. I don't know if it's the way he frames pitches, the way he calls a game, whatever it may be. So Noah Syndergaard uh, got his way. And yesterday, uh, Rene Rivera was back there behind the dish. Mm -hmm. Did you see any sort of difference? I mean, he gave up three runs, but did you see any sort of difference with Noah out there yesterday as opposed to what he may have done if Wilson was there? Well, straight up, I I didn't get a chance to watch a game yesterday, so Uh I couldn't tell you if he looked different. I Uh do know that having watched Syndergaard over the course of this season – uh, you know, what he does is he lives down the strike zone. He's done that since he came up. And Wilson Ramos is a tough time getting strikes on balls low in the strike zone. It makes sense that Syndergaard would struggle throwing to Ramos. Ramos' ERA, or I should say Syndergaard's ERA with Ramos is over five. It's like two and a half with either Nito or Rivera back there. But, you know, they went out of their way. The Mets went out of their way in this particular start to not have Wilson Ramos be behind the plate. He only started one game in this series. And no, it wasn't particularly good based on his line yesterday uh granted it is Coors Field it's a challenging place to pitch um you know listen there's so much dramatics I guess around Syndergaard I don't really have a problem with anything he did here he said hey I'm not pitching well to Ramos can we do something about this what can we do and the idea is to try to maximize your guy's performance right so if one way to maximize it is give Ramos his weekly day off when Syndergaard pitches, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of felt like they went out of their way to make a whole issue of it when they didn't pinch it for Rivera <laughs> when they had the bases, bases loaded, loaded. Yeah. in the fifth. Yeah. And I just I wonder, like, well, that's a clear situation where you want a better hitter up. And Mickey says afterwards, well, we want to get another inning out of Noah. Like, he's completely incapable of throwing – to Wilson Ramos now, and it, it shouldn't be that dramatic. Like, can't there just be a happy medium? Can it not be, well, Noah's a baby and refuses to pitch Wilson Ramos? That's not the case. And it's not as if, you know, he can't throw to anybody else. Like, you know, when you can give Ramos a day off so that Syndergaard could throw to someone else, do it. Yeah. And when there are situations where you need Ramos's bat in the lineup and Syndergaard's got to figure it out, do that. This shouldn't be like brain surgery. He doesn't need to have a personal catcher, but clearly there are reasons why he would pitch better to somebody else. The evidence is borne it out over the course of this year. Why isn't it possible to find a happy medium where maybe let's say half his starts are to somebody other than Ramos? Like this shouldn't be such a big freaking deal. And yet it is, I guess because it's New York and also it's the Mets. Noah's celebrity. And I think a lot of fans get frustrated with Noah for various reasons and, 
his performance hasn't been very good this year, huh. right? He's been a mediocre pitcher. He's got like a 4.2 ERA. But you want to try to unlock what he has in there, and he clearly has a lot of ability. You know, last year it wasn't looked at that he pitched all that well, and he had tremendous numbers or very good numbers at yeah, the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah, season. Yeah. So, you know, look, if you're making a bet next year, who's the Mets' best starting pitcher going to be? If you look ahead to next season already. DeGrom. Of course. Now, who's number two? Uh, yeah, probably say Syndergaard. You have to think about it yeah. even that long. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, come on. He's the second best pitcher on this staff. Mm-hmm. On a staff that's very good. Right, right, right. So well, I don't why, see him on... Why do like, people, they're so quick to want to alienate him or trade him, him or send him out year. of town or think he's a problem or I compare don't. him to Matt Harvey. I, I just I, think all of it is a little over the top. I don't think he's a problem. I think that things get magnified in New York, whether it's the number of, of reporters that cover this team or it's the way that things always come out into the press, into the media where things happen behind closed Sometimes doors. it's a Mets thing too. Things, I know. And that's what I said. It's the Mets. Like things are spoken about where, you know, it shouldn't have to necessarily be a public story and it is and it's always a problem here. And I I think this is really just leading up to the Mets angling it in a way we can't get along with this guy. Let's ship him Which out is in the dumb. offseason. And and that's a problem to yeah, me. Look, listen, is. if you're going to trade Noah Syndergaard, that's fine. Uh-huh. You better get 100 cents on the dollar for him. Right. If you're trading Noah Syndergaard and you're not getting equal value back, what are you doing? Right, right, right. Why are you, they've already tried to trade him twice. Now, they haven't done it. You're going to go around a third round of all of this. It just well, it sucks I, I for him, too. That. It sucks for him, too. I, I well, hate sure it. He's I, annoyed by it. I hate it. But, you know, that's part of what he has to deal with. And I, I think he has. Yeah. Does he strike you as a, a malcontent, like a problem in that clubhouse? I don't think so. No, he doesn't have all. to be the captain of the team. Right, right, right. You know, you can have different levels of players. You can win with Noah Syndergaard. I absolutely. You absolutely. I, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. And, um, you know, it's been it's been an issue with with him every year. The past two years, uh, he's always on the chopping block. You see him in in a Yankees uniform on the cover of the newspaper, like they're going to trade him to the Yankees, and uh, things like this story comes out, and it's just it's it's a shame. I'll give you another example. People didn't like it when he complained. I guess we'll call it that. Um, when they went, when the team went to Syracuse yeah, before yeah, yeah, the yeah. season, and he said, "I was with him." He said, "Look, this doesn't help us get ready." For the year, and he mentioned guys wanting to get their life in order mm-hmm. before they play on opening day, but also you know, it's extra travel, wear and tear on the body that they don't really need when they're about to start this marathon 162 game season. How long in this season? Well, it's long ago. This feels like it happened four years ago, right, 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 and it right, was right. back in March. And, and that's something that, well, this guy is a diva. No, I, I thought he's looking out for his teammates. Right, right, right. I thought he's looking out for his guys in that situation, and he was willing to go out and say something. So, you know, just because you do complain doesn't mean you're doing it for bad reasons. Well, you know, not like, hey, I'm missing out on a date night with my girlfriend in New York City. No, it's it's also who it's coming from. You know, it is like people already think that if Degrom says it, it's fine. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. If 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 uh, I get it, I look and I I understand. It's about performance, and his performance hasn't been up to the expectations you'd have for him this year. But if you're making a bet going forward on what kind of pitcher Noah Syndergaard's going to be, I think it'd be a hell of a lot better than he's been over the course of this season. All right, let's hit the phones. We don't want to keep this guy on hold too long. It's a long-distance phone call. We got Mark in England. What's up, Mark? Hey, Mark. Hi, hi, Darren. Hi, Pete. Yeah, um, you've covered it a bit, Pete. I was, I was coming on to talk about. I was watching the game last night because day games are easier for us over here. We get to see them about tea time, and I was watching the game, and I think, like most people, I was just baffled as to why um, he didn't pinch it. When, when the opportunity arose there. And I thought, really, he got out of jail a bit because if we'd have lost, bear in mind, every game now is effectively a playoff game. If we'd have lost last night, he'd have been he'd have been buried. And how much do you think that was on Mickey and how much was on Noah? What would you ask about Noah? I'm sorry, Mark. Sorry? This is how, mu- how much of... Uh... You know, the loss last night would have been on Mickey or no. Uh, oh, it would have been both. We would have been talking about both of them today in a uh, more dramatic way. And I would have said the same thing about Noah. He didn't pitch particularly well yesterday. But Mickey, ah, he's horrible. And listen, I'll give him credit 
for this team sticking together, being resilient. I think as frustrating as Mickey Calloway's post games can be because you don't get a lot of emotion out of him. Sure. I think it's been a positive for this team overall to get through the grind of a season in a city that's going to ride the highs and lows regardless of what the manager says. But his in-game decision-making is horrendous. horrendous. Can you think, because I was thinking of this going to work this morning, can you think or can you point to one game that he's managed and say, in-game, his decision won us the game, as opposed to plenty where you think, in-game, his decision cost us the game. Look, uh, if you're going to put it like that, there have been games that Mickey Calloway has made decisions that have worked out, and the Mets have won games. There have been decisions that Mickey Calloway has made that were good decisions, and the Mets won those games. Now, the losses are always ones that stick out to you, but the other part of it is, as a manager... um. A team shouldn't be put at a disadvantage because of what your decision-making in the dugout is. And when you're intentionally walking Andrew Knapp to pitch to Bryce Harper... Oh, that was a, that was another one where you just like, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, there's no way to justify it, defend it. He tried, but th there's no answer that makes any rational sense for making that kind of move. And that's where you hurt your team. And that's got to be the kind of thing that the players take note of. I mean, let's be oh, real yeah, here. Oh, yeah, sure. So, I mean, I'm sure the players are thinking, has he really done that? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I mean at least probably... once a week, there is a decision for Mickey Calloway that is not only bad, it's mind-boggling. And I think that he's really struggled with the National League game, when to pinch hit, when to utilize your bench, when are you going to take a pitcher out, how to double switch. He had the double switch the other day or last week where – uh, he didn't clear enough of the batting order, so Seth Lugo had to come out, and he got lucky that I think it was Rajay Davis got the big uh -huh. hit. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, it would have yeah. been tied, and Lugo would have been out of the game if Davis makes an out in that spot. It's not exactly you know one of your top hitters there. So and these are the things that they just—they're mistakes that can't happen. They're preventable, mm -hmm. and the things that you can't have your manager hurting your team with. I mean, the most you dramatic example is the lineup last year, but the lineup thing. Yeah, as far back as last year when he put a lineup card out. Well, that's that's uh, like little league stuff. That yeah. was Cincinnati. That's yes. and he, hopefully he doesn't do it again tomorrow. No, that but, should uh, be a one-time mistake, yeah. and it'll never happen again. But these other things, when he defends it, the the he's going to do it again. He has repeated it, and that's where I think he gets himself in a lot of trouble. And listen, there's a lot of things that a manager has to be able to do: deal with their different personalities, especially in New York, deal with the the media and the messaging to fans and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, you got to be able to manage a ball game to a basic level at the very least. And to me, Mickey Calloway does not pass that test. All right, Mark. Listen, uh, make sure you clear your schedule and book some flights to New York. You're gonna have to get here in a I'm, couple I'm weeks for the playoffs, right? I'm over next weekend. I'm over for the three games oh, awesome. next weekend. Awesome. I'm in your section next Sunday. No, awesome. All right, cool. Hey. So uh, we'll, we'll see you out there at City Field, right, Mark? And the tailgate before. Absolutely. All right, see you out there. Cheers, Mark. Nice one. Bye. That'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's such a large contingent, contingent of fans over there. I can't wait for the uh, MLB London series to finally land uh, with the Mets being, you know, uh, selected to be so out there. I can't year wait. It's Cubs Cardinals. Cubs Cardinals next year. So maybe 2021. We'll see. And next maybe year, you get the Mets. Well, the Mets are going to San Juan next year. Mets, Marlins, San Juan, which is uh, in that smaller ballpark. Um, I know a lot of fans are trying to get out there for that. I don't really see it being that much of a possibility, but um, I don't know. Good luck. So give it a shot. Uh, we are going to get to. The first pitch winner in just a couple minutes here. We do have over 800 names in the pot. If you win, you'll get the chance to throw out the first pitch. If you want to, uh, if you're nervous or you're not able and you want to pass it along to a friend, you are more than welcome to do that as well. We'll get to that in just a little bit here. But um, I do want to talk about something. Uh, well, do you have plans for tomorrow? Are you going anywhere tomorrow? Tomorrow? I'm yeah. working tomorrow. Well, we're supposed to be at Area 51 tomorrow. If you, ever, if you remember <laughs> oh, earlier no, I double booked. The uh, the storm area fifty one is tomorrow, and I know at your gym you've been doing some workouts, getting ready for this. Yeah, man. What do they got you well, doing? Well, my uh, the, the trainer at the gym, like he's obsessed with this, so he starts every <laughs> class talking about it, and he's like, kind of. I think he had regular workouts anyway, but he's like, oh, we're doing box jumps, so pretend you're scaling the wall, and then you're gonna Naruto run two hundred <laughs> meters and. All this kind of nonsense. He's he's way into it. So it's tomorrow. Tomorrow's it's the big tomorrow, day. The big day. Uh, no, did you hear that? Uh, there I were RSVP'd, three. Yes. There were three, two or three guys who 
went into Area 51 last what? week. They made it three miles in, which I guess isn't very far. I, I don't know how shot. big an area. Well, uh, they found them. They didn't shoot these trespassers. They were uh, YouTubers, uh -huh. which won't surprise you. And yeah. I, I don't remember if they're American or not. I think that they were from like uh, Europe or something. But yeah, th these guys, I don't know, scaled a fence, whatever, got in there and, uh, you know. You're not going to last long in there. I would think they've got plenty of technology to determine, hey, there's something moving around in Sector B, and then I'm they go I'm out and grab that you. I'm shocked they get shot. I mean, you, you start getting close to something that's that restricted. I don't think that, uh, that you know, I'm surprised they didn't get taken out. But, yeah, so tomorrow, if you don't know, Google it. Storm Area 51, it's not going to happen. But Are they doing got, a concert? You like, told me something happening? about a concert. I, well, think I that, thought they were doing, like, some kind of uh, festival now. <laughs> I mean, they, they – They'd be dumb not to with all these people that were planning on going there anyway. Yeah. If you lived close enough or you booked flights and that, you know, turn this into a big party. We but, didn't have Cincinnati, you know. I know. I, I, Seven yeah. line outing to the uh, Area 51. I can't wait to see a UFO. It will happen. <laughs> I want to know that it's something that is a UFO and is, and is confirmed. Because I know the Navy, uh, you know, confirmed that they didn't say it's a UFO. They didn't say it's an alien. They said the U.S. Navy confirms the UFO videos are authentic, which means it's not doctored. They're still not saying that what it is. But well, what I find interesting about this is that this wasn't supposed to be released, uh -huh. and somehow it wasn't at the Blink 182 musician yeah. who somehow put who, it out there. Andrew told and me then that they had this to morning. Acknowledge, I was like, like, "What? Oh, this wasn't supposed to go public, but it because did apparently." Maybe someone from the Mets works for them. Like they leak all they the information. Hiding? And out. it's also like two years old. I think it's from 2017. Yeah, if it's I'm a couple not... years old. Yeah. Yeah, let's watch this clip real quick. Is acknowledging the existence of what it calls unidentified aerial phenomena. It used to be called UFO. <laughs> in 2017 and 2018, the New York Times and an organization called To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences released three videos. They show Navy fighter jets encountering mysterious objects in the sky. One video captures a pilot speculating what those objects are. Take a look. Dude, there's a going on, bro. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. So the mysterious objects moved at hypersonic speeds with no wings, no engines, or visible signs oh, yeah, of propulsion. I love it. I the fucking love this. It cannot identify <laughs> what they are. It's like a big old bumblebee, but too high up <laughs> in the sky for I that. Love, yeah. I love this name. The Navy wants to see unidentified aerial. Phenomenon. It's happening. It's absolutely <laughs> happening. I will see a UFO one day. I can't wait. I really can't wait. Look at see Budweiser jumped on. They make these special alien cans now. You know what though? Like just seeing the UFO. Like let's say we can even confirm that. Oh, this is like some kind of alien thing. If all you're gonna have is the UFO and then it leaves. No, I want to know that's, that's kind what of a it... bummer. Like I need more information than that. I need like contact or listen some kind of back and forth or some kind of understanding of what's going on. Like that's what I want in my lifetime. Not just that. Oh, aliens are watching us. I mean, that's just kind of creepy and annoying. You can I don't get like into that. City Field by just like showing your face and they scan you. Like technology is so freaking crazy. There is definitely contact for people who are Area 51. Mm -hmm. If there are aliens out there, there's really UFOs, whatever. We're definitely talking to them. They're just keeping it under wraps to not freak out the whole uh, the whole world here. But Maybe they just want to keep all the technology for themselves. Uh, man, I can't wait. I really can't wait. They want us to find out how to build the next googly jiggy someone that storms <laughs> tomorrow hopefully they find did you hear yesterday what was that what was that call yesterday with howie rose did you hear the uh the the 49th home run what howie said after the home oh, run he did say googly googly what is he talking what is where'd that come from that must have been a bet one of those things where like here uh say this on the air you wouldn't do it in the home run call though I mean, it's gotta but, be genuine like you know sometimes broadcasters do play games like hey see if you can work this word into a broadcast yeah. you wouldn't do it for the big moment of the game uh, let me see if i could pull this up i, don't right, know if I said if... we had to use the word cantaloupe once in this podcast that we'd find a way to get it in but it wouldn't be like the big moment of the show yeah, True. It's, it's like the um uh where is it is that's august that's not gonna happen but whatever look it up he says googly boogly or something crazy like that it was the, a long home run yeah absolutely but you the gotta um, make him sound a little different right i mean how many long home runs does alonzo hit this year it's like the um uh, the word of the day on uh peewee's Pee uh, clubhouse we talked about that earlier in the year but uh let's hit the phones we got simon in buffalo what's up simon hey how are you guys doing today doing all right Hey, I just had, uh, you know, I can't help but think into the future here. But, I mean, I'm trying to think about tomorrow's game and the game after because we're in it here. But 
I just wanted your guys' opinion on what happens uh, in two scenarios. Let's say we don't make it to the wild card. This is it for us. God forbid. We're all in it together. And versus, let's say we win the World Series. What's going to be the difference in our staff next year? Obviously, if we win, you know, we're probably stuck with Mickey uh, and our pitching staff could stay or change. I just wanted to know what you guys think the difference will be. Yeah, that would be, I'd be a okay. pretty clear and obvious one. I'd be okay with being stuck, uh, quote-unquote, uh, with Mickey. If we win the World Series, I think I'd be okay with just about anything after this year. Uh, well, n- number one, i got to make sure the brakes are fixed in the truck out there because I definitely have to drive that down the Canyon of Heroes. But uh, <laughs> before we get too deep into this year, talking about World Series, I don't know what the staff looks like. What do you, what do you think? Wait, just with Mickey? Yeah, like, how much? How many chance? I mean, clearly, if they, make, if they make the divisional round of the playoffs, I would guess that Mickey will stick around. Mm. But if they get knocked out, I think even in the wild card game, then I have a hard time seeing him come back. Brody Van Wagenen is going to want to have his own guy. Remember, Brody did not hire Mickey Callaway, and who knows how long Brody Van Wagenen is going to be in the position of general manager, right? You can't just assume, oh, I'm going to fulfill this contract. This might be his last best chance to make that kind of move and have his guy in there. So, you know, that's a factor in all of this as well. Yeah. Where, where do you guys see uh, Wheeler factoring in next year if, if we if we go far in the playoffs? They should make him the qualifying offer. Uh, you know, offer him the one-year deal. If he turns it down, you know, figure it out from there and see what your options are. But at the very least, they should be extending the qualifying offer to Wheeler. I agree, and I also don't think that I. Th- I think if we don't wild card, I don't think we'll they'll even make that offer. How do you guys see that? Happening? Well, I don't think the wild card has anything to do with it. I think it's just on. I mean, playoffs in general. Team. I just feel like if if we if. If he helps get us there, I feel like they will make that offer versus if they don't, I think... That shouldn't almost... be the way that they make the decision. I'll, I'll put I, it that way. I agree. I agree. But I think, isn't, don't you think that's part of the reason they brought Stroman in? Is to make the playoffs this year? No, is to replace oh. Wheeler next year. Um, that might have been part of the thinking at the time, but Wheeler's pitched really well down the stretch, and I think he's had a good year overall. Uh, he's been durable the last few seasons here. I don't mind him coming back on a one-year deal. Even if you're overpaying him a little bit on the one-year contract, heck, right. I'll, I'll take a chance with that. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah, one year makes sense to me, too. I agree. Yeah, and they don't have a whole bunch of major league-ready pitchers down in the minor leagues, so you're going to be going out and trying to find another Bartolo Colon, Jason Vargas, back into the rotation guy. Look, I'd rather have Zach Wheeler in the rotation and take your chances with that. All right. All right, hey guys, Simon. Thanks, thanks for your uh, thoughts. Have fun out in Cincy. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. All right. Thanks, Simon. Bye. All right. So as we did uh, mention, we are going to pick the winner for the first pitch out in Cincinnati this weekend. Big weekend. Clearly, the Mets uh, can't afford to lose any games, and we'll see what happens. Pete saying ten and zero. We'll see what happens. We got Degrom tomorrow. Wheeler Saturday for the outing, and Mats on Sunday. So what we do? We go to little uh, little this uh, machine they got called Google. And uh, we type in the start number, which would be Not one. Not the googly moogly? The googly boogly, far home run, deep to left. Uh, we have 846 on the list here. So 846 are uh, the amount of tickets. I actually thought it was a little, just like 810, but 846. So we are ineligible. I've never thrown out the first pitch. And I'm not going to give myself the honor here. So we we are ineligible, but one of you guys will throw it out. So here we go. We hit this little generate button. 153. And as uh, Lizzie and I were talking about, a person that we know has never actually won one of these every time we've uh, selected someone at random. So 153. Uh, Need your reading glasses? Yeah, look how small these <laughs> I made it super small so that I didn't have to print well, that many a million pages. pages here. All right. Uh, <laughs> the uh, winner is 153. They bought two tickets. Mary Ellen Stuccio. Mary Ellen Stuccio. We will email you. And Mary Ellen, you could throw it out or the person you're with can throw it out or someone else that you'd want to uh, select can throw it out for us. And the cool thing is, well, not the cool thing, but the Reds actually said, make sure you let whoever knows that that wins. They can't wear their Mets hat when they throw out the first pitch. I'm like, are you kidding me? I said, we've done this at numerous ballparks, the Cardinals, and I don't know where else we've done this. So we're going to have the opposing team's fan group. 
throw out the first pitch, but they're not allowed to. Right. So I said, <laughs> well, then you know, in that case, then we don't want to do it. I'm not, so not going to tell the. I'm not going to tell Mary Ellen she can't wear her T-shirt. So they they said, okay. So Mary Ellen, you are allowed to wear the outing shirt. Can, can Jesse Winker uh, catch <laughs> the first pitch? That would be freaking awesome if she like before she throws, she like waved yeah, at him. Yeah, extend a nice olive branch there. So Mary Ellen, uh, you know, warm up the old wing there and um, make sure you throw a strike on Saturday. You're going to represent the crew. They usually say, you know, and here to represent the Sevlon Army, Mary Ellen, and uh, here's your pitch type of thing. So we're going to be hanging out prior at the Hofbrau house. So Mary Ellen, if you want to uh, tie one on before you go and throw the first pitch, come on down and, and uh, toss some suds back with us. We're going to be at the Hofbrau house in Newport, which is actually in Kentucky. So we're pre-gaming in Kentucky. The game is in Cincinnati. We're going to walk over the Purple People Bridge, 800 strong, 836 strong and walk to the game. So they open up at 11 a.m. I don't know if they normally do, but they're opening up at 11 for us. And we have the whole back area of the beer garden basically reserved for us. So if you go to thesevline.com, click on the blog post, you can scroll and uh, read all about it with the address, the details, and all that good stuff. So the game's at 4.05, and we plan on leaving the uh, Hofbrau house right around 3-ish. So definitely, uh, if you have a, a tab, close it up and settle up. And uh, don't forget to tip your bartenders. And uh, again, special shout out to Hopper House because it's very cool of these local bars to always be down with partnering with us. I mean, they could easily say, hey, no, we don't we don't want you guys. But I guess yeah, you Google the Seven Line Army and you know we've got a pretty good rep so far. So um, as we also mentioned in our emails to all these people, you're not only representing yourself, you're representing us, you're representing the Mets. So don't be a dummy. Have fun. Let's go to the Cincinnati Reds ballpark, Great American ballpark. It's uh, it's going to be a fun time, and I can't wait to see you guys out there. So um, we do also have to get what's up. Lizzie's just, laughing over here. Because I just – I saw you sneeze in real life, but then I saw you do it on screen, and I almost said bless you again when you did it on the screen. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you sure you're not drinking? Are you sure no, it's water? You're not drinking water. Uh, vodka over not there? Not vodka, vodka straight. No. Nope. Vodka up. I have a lot to do today. This beer is so good. I, uh, McKellar, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I'm missing out, man. You Stuff. are. We have, uh, you know, our fridge is not that stocked. So once we make it past next week, and this is now a postseason Orange and Blue Thing show, we are going to have to stock up on some more McKellar. So, um, Does McKellar make champagne? Um, no, I don't think they Does do. Does McKellar allow tattoos in their uh, – to be – put on in their establishment probably not but i used to go to this place called the spinning room in tannersville up in hunter mountain new york so ride snowboards uh big sponsor of um one of the, the one of the events that they have every every winter up in hunter mountain so ride would rent out the spinning room and if you got a ride tattoo there was like three different tattoo options they were giving tattoos out in the bar which i don't think is very that place was crazy yeah it got condemned <laughs> like it's closed now it's closed it's it's no longer in business fair enough uh but, but back I, in the day we definitely had some good that times place is, i love the spinning room <laughs> shout out to um you know everyone up in tannersville i miss you guys but uh condemned yeah i think the ball well, the building was basically like falling down yeah. and it, not because of their practices just because the, it, they just let the landlord shit. let the place just get to get to that level but um you know it's so much fun so yeah i don't know about mckeller giving tattoos but i was thinking about maybe trying to find a way to trans uh, transform and make sanitary the uh the truck oh and jesus then I, I and i spoke to um omar about you know omar who sits with us he's a tattoo artist and i don't know if he's just an apprentice still or if he's actually full-time or whatever but he does you know he's a tattoo artist it's like Start giving out Pugsley tattoos in the in the at the tailgate party. Oh no! Oh my god, no, that'd be no, incredible. No. no, I won't. I won't let that happen. That, yeah, probably. It's probably not a good idea. No, but it would be great if it actually happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> share the show. We still got a few minutes before we do this little share contest. And uh, Pete, I don't think next week's going to be our last show. I really don't. But I've had a lot of fun so far this year doing this each week with you. So uh, it's been a blast. It's like a second welcome aboard. But I had a great time this year, and and I know the fans that watch and read along with the comments. I think they agree that this is uh, a good thing. So I've had a lot of fun, and we'll see how uh, you know next week goes, and and so on and so forth. But are you going to sign up for? I know you barely post on Instagram, so I probably can't get you to sign up for TikTok, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, I've seen TikTok in some places, but I have not actually dove in and like, oh, let me find out what this is. But you just started one. Right? I, I had to because uh, you know who Gary V is? 
Uh, he is a, he's an influencer. He's an entrepreneur. He, he, he's got his hand in a whole bunch of different stuff. He said he eventually wants to own the Jets. And um, I value his opinion very highly when it comes to business and practices and social media. So I saw him. I don't, and you know what? Now I could kind of connect the dots. Maybe he has a hand in TikTok. I don't know. But he was at some talk recently. He's like, I really suggest that even though it's a platform now geared towards, you know, high schoolers and stuff, mm -hmm. brands and people and anyone who's trying to get the word out for whatever they're doing should probably have one of these accounts. If you, you know, if it fails in a few years, whatever, uh, if not, you're, you know, you're investing your time in something that might blow up. So I saw that the Mets have an account, but they don't use it. So at how, Mets, how does it differ from Instagram, it's like, Twitter? It's like, uh, I don't know how they get the rights to it, but you could like search for a song. You say like, I want to make a video with whatever. And you could either lip sync or dance to it or use it as a background or whatever. And kids make funny, like viral short videos, kind of like a Vine but um, it's crazy. So I downloaded it yesterday, and Lizzie's like, you're insane. Uh, what are you doing? So I'm, I'm, I made a video when we got our home run apple beanies delivered yesterday, and I was trying to get creative with the sound effects and stuff. But um, it's, it's probably a full-time job. I, I don't think I'd be able to have – I'd be able to do my other stuff and do TikTok every day because I spent he, like hours on a 15-second clip. Yeah, hours on it, and then every time it was – like he got a little bit more of the video on. He, was, he would run into my office. I'm like, go oh, check it out. It looks so good. <laughs> and then skip out. Like, woo, this is awesome. Like, this is so cool. Um, <laughs> Are you going to do another Baby Shark video on TikTok? I can't wait to show that again. <laughs> uh, yeah, Baby Shark that didn't go over too well on the internet. <laughs> and I was really mad at both Lizzie and Drew for not stopping me from posting that. <laughs> but uh, I gave you my true Oh, shit. You know what? We didn't do What's in the Box. I'm no, kinda... I thought we were getting to that. All right, next person to call will play What's in the Box. We're going to give you some free stuff from our friends at Lumberland. This week, we are actually doing three different bat mugs and only one gift card. So you have a 75% chance of winning a mug this week. Shout out to Lumberland. Great folks over you there. You switched around the numbers, right? And I did switch the numbers. Good. No, I really did. Okay. Um, she's giving me the sign like, really, did you? But I really changed the numbers this week. So we have four options, one, two, three, or four, whatever's in there you can get for free. Give a call if you want something from us. 631-388-5195 is the number to dial. Whoever gets through next and the phone line's open, so if you call now, which someone is doing, you will play What's in the Box. So let me show you guys the, the their website because it's very impressive. Uh, I went to a wedding last Friday night. Shout out to uh, Elvis and Laura. They tied the knot. They're members of the Seven Line Army. And one of the groomsmen actually had a custom Lumberland mug. I don't know if he used our special promo code. If he didn't, he missed out on that 15% off. But if you go to Lumberland.com, you type in the word Mets here in the search bar, and all of the different options will come up that are Mets related or blue and orange related. So they have the MLBPA license. So they make these really cool mugs. They got Pete Alonzo, Jacob DeGrom. They got the, the uh, pennant series. They also have the team roster mugs, which is really cool. So definitely shoot on over to lumberland.com. Use the special promo code OABT and get 15% off your purchase. And um, like I was saying, make great gifts, great groomsmen's gifts, make, you know, holidays are coming up, and um, I'm really looking forward to see what they come up for the holidays. Last year, they had some cool stuff, and um, it's wedding season too. I'm sure they'll do like a uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, I mean that's definitely happening, right? Yeah, definite. They, yeah. they should start making them now. Load up Lumberland. Yeah, I think you can. Rookie I think of the you year. Can load up on that one. We're working on our holiday shirts, so every year we come out with two or three different like ugly, even though they're not ugly, like the ugly sweaters. But we do long sleeves. Uh, brings the cost down a little bit, and people are like, "Well, why don't you make?" Ugly sweaters, ugly hoodies. Ugly, like you go to Christmas parties when you're wearing these things, it's hot in these people's oh, houses. Yeah. I don't want to wear a hoodie or a sweatshirt or a sweater at a party. So we do like uh, a long sleeve version, and uh, they've been pretty popular for us. Last year we did the uh, Silent Night for this, you know, Saigon, not, not Saigon. Um, Saigon was another one, but Silent Night with Jacob Degrom and. Who else we have last year? Smiling's my favorite for Nimmo. He look, kind of looked like mm -hmm. the elf design. Yeah, and I remember that one. We got a few different ideas for this year as well. So uh, stay tuned for that. And now it's time for everybody's favorite game. What's in the box? Presented by Lumberland.com. All right, so we got Clay. I don't know where Clay is from. Where are you from, Clay? Uh, St. Augustine, Florida. All right. Uh, Clay from Florida. You got one, two, three, or four. Whatever's in there is yours for free. What you want? Uh, let's go with Mookie Wilson, number one. All right. Yeah, some reasoning. Let's see. Two. Hey, 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 hey
Well, they know it's if it's this is one, the other ones are, oh, are yeah, the ones. True, true, Silly. true. <laughs> Forty bucks. Forty dollar gift card for lumberland.com. All right, Clay. So listen. Nice job, Clay. We're gonna send you an email oh, with you. the uh, special promo code from our friends from Lumberland. And uh, listen, before I let you go, how are you feeling about these next ten games? What do you think is gonna happen? Uh, very excited. It's good to watch meaningful baseball this late in the year. So, how and, many wins? Uh, ten wins? Nine wins? Eight wins? Seven and three. All right, I'm gonna hold you to that. All right, Clay, have it going, man. Appreciate it. Good job, Clay. Seven is not gonna do it, man. I mean, it might, but I, I doubt it. I don't think that seven and three. The Brewers aren't going four and six. Right? No, no, and neither are the Cubs. So. Uh, we'll see. It is going to be very interesting, and I'm going to be glued, especially, you know, even tonight. Like, the Mets aren't playing. I'm still going to have the laptop open with little scores. Uh, I'll have to watch Survive. I'll watch Big the Brother. The playing. Philly's got to be playing today because they got a lot of games to make up. Cubs are playing. Uh, yeah. They're, they're all playing. Cubs are playing. Brewers are playing. Okay. Uh, next week, the Cubs and... Um, the Cubs and Cardinals, I think, have a double header. I think on Monday or Tuesday. So a lot of baseball to be played. Phillies are losing right now, four two. Look at that! Look at that! And live updates. Live updates here, folks. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna get to the share contest. Lizzie, take care of the Facebook. I will do the Twitter. If you are headed to uh, Cincinnati tomorrow, definitely safe travels. Sign up for Clear. You will not be disappointed. You'll be cutting the lines while everyone else is uh, waiting there, you know, looking, why is this guy cutting the line? Uh, don't forget to use our promo code 7line3 on clearme.com slash the 7line. I'm sorry. Uh, clearme.com slash the 7line army. So, is it, right? Yeah, I was burping. I, I don't know. <laughs> Clear the throat. Well, you know what it is? I'm, I'm, in, I'm drinking this beer on an empty stomach. I don't really eat that much during the day. I usually kill True it at statement. night, and then I don't really eat that much during the day. So, I don't know if that really is healthy or cancels it out, but you know, I'll partake in some snacks while I'm watching the games and then like, I'll don't really eat lunch or breakfast, but all right, Lizzie, um, let me know when you're ready. Tell me when to stop. Um, stop. Sergio La Madrid. Okay. Sergio, you win. Oh, wait, let me see if you won already. Uh, make sure that, make sure that if you've won already, you can't win twice in the same season. He's good. All right, me, Sergio confirmed. Let me pull this up. And Pete, if you could do the honors. Sure. Stop. All right, let's check this guy before I announce. Still right. not me. Scott Garling at Scott Garling. You win. All right, awesome. All right, guys. So um, you know, clearly it's an uphill battle. It's not gonna be easy. Ten more games. Pete's saying ten and one. I'm thinking nine I said and 10 one. And 0. Oh, I'm sorry, ten and zero. I'm sorry, uh, Pete saying ten and zero. I'm Why thinking not? nine and one. We will see what happens next Thursday, which will not be our last show of the season. And uh, keep the faith, keep the faith. PMA horseshoes, uh, lucky coins, whatever you can grasp onto this weekend. Definitely find something that's a good luck charm, and hopefully we have a very happy show to talk about next Thursday. I still haven't touched the horseshoe. Not lately. Staying away. From Are we, it. Have you touched it when it was on the on the desk? Or no, never. You no, could stay away from that. it. No. All right. So I we'll touched a coin, though. So <laughs> We'll see you guys at the Hopper House on Saturday. And, of course, let's go Mets. Have a blast in Cincy, people.